Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPICS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet. Win. Get paid. Marinero, Sean Starr, the Sick Podcast, Hockey Edition, talking Montreal Canadiens hockey, never a dull moment. <laughs> We're taping this on Wednesday afternoon, and on Tuesday night, the Montreal Canadiens ended their five-game losing streak by beating the Ottawa Senators by a score of 3-1 to one with Carey Price in goal. Mm-hmm. A couple of hours after the game was over, we found out that the Montreal Canadiens had relieved Goalie coach Stefan Waite of his duties. Stefan Waite, who was pointed goalie coach back in 2013 and was part of uh, Carey Price's winning four individual awards back in 2015. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPICKS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Sean Starr, how you doing, bud? I'm good, man. Lots going on. The uh, Canadians, the world never stops revolving. More dramatic yeah. than days of our lives. Yeah. More dramatic than anything we've seen from Bo or Hope. Any of yeah. your favorite stars, you want to go General Hospital, you want to talk about Sunny? I could go soap opera deep. That is how the Canadians' world turns, my friend. I'd rather stick with days of our lives and the return of the Phoenix. Stefano <laughs> Demera back for like the seventh time, back from the dead. Amazing. So let's talk about the game before we get into, uh, you know, uh, Stefan Wade and what happened, who's responsible, why it happened, what we make of it all. Yeah. I have to tell you, as someone that has been waiting for Dominic Ducharme to put his fingerprints on this team, I haven't seen it yet personally in terms of like a, a big shakeup, a, a, a bold decision, a, a, you know, a bold move. I have to say what stands out to me more than anything else. And look, I'm glad the Canadians got a win. I'm glad they could put that negativity behind them. What stands out to me the most is how good Jonathan Drouin looks how good Yasperi Kakanyemi look. They look engaged. They their their decisions are crisp. They look like they're made with confidence. That is what stands out to me. That is a big positive. Maybe even more than just the regulation time win on Tuesday night. So Jonathan Drouin, for uh, most of his career, uh, a lot of people have talked about the fact that he doesn't always look engaged defensively. Uh, he probably can't play within a structure as well as some others can. Mm-hmm. And some have even referred to him as like a, 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 you know, a pond hockey player. Well, be it what it may, even if he would be a pond hockey player, you have to have fun when you go play on the pond. And on many occasions over the last couple of years, it didn't look like he was having fun because it didn't look like he liked the system that they were playing. And he never said that. But I have to tell you, I'll reiterate what you just said. Jonathan Drouin looks reinvigorated. He looks happy to show up to the rink. He looks happy to play hockey. He looks happy to play for Dominic Ducharme. And Jesperi Kakinyemi versus the Ottawa Senators played his best game of the season thus far. Everyone wanted him to take two steps forward. He hasn't. Yeah. Uh, On Tuesday night versus Ottawa, he looked good. So, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll echo what you were just saying. And the other thing that stands out to me is I think we're at eight now. 
puck over the glass delay game penalties, it's moved ahead of the shorthanded goal total on the season, which still stands at seven, even though uh, Lekkonen had a great chance shorthanded in Tuesday's 3-1 win over Ottawa. Uh, the Canadians stay at seven shorties on the season, but I believe it is eight puck over the glass penalties. This is a direct result of something I've been talking about on this podcast when you and I are breaking down Habs games and what's going on with this team. This is a direct result of too many slow guys on the back end. They're not fast enough, Tony, to move the puck with their feet. Yeah, they have no. they have to bank it off the glass. How do you fix that? Like, is it is it as simple as breaking up the pairings? Listen, I think it's very clear that Jeff Petrie, Brett Kulak, Victor Mete, and Romanov. There's no issue with the skating there. Weber, Sherratt, and Edmondson. It's sluggish. Oh yeah. All right, I think I, I think that's fair to say. But anyway, look, Canadians win. Carey Price started. Carey Price played. Carey Price won. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won by a score of three to one. A lot of people were calling for Jake Allen. Personally, I understood the logic of going with Price versus an Ottawa team that is still statistically one of the worst teams in the league and had played the night before. Now, they played three five games. But I thought that Jake Allen deserved to start. Anyway, doesn't matter. Credit to Dominic Ducharme because. It was his call. It was the right call. Carey Price won, and his confidence today is higher than his confidence was three days ago. So it was the right call. Yeah, now, I'm, the big I'm, question is... I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Tell me. I, I, I'm just more glass half empty than I am half full with this. Like, I, I find it... Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a regulation time victory. It was a 2-1 lead going into the third period against the team that had played the night before, was playing their third game in five nights with a guy named Joey, don't call me, Honda Decord, whose last start was a 5-1 beatdown in April of 2019. He kept his team in the game, and Carey Price okay. was good enough Was good enough to win. I get it's step one of, of many, yeah. but I'm not here waving the pom-poms for the goaltender or the team for the for the advantageous spot they were in. They were in an advantageous spot, and for a yeah. rare opportunity, they actually took advantage. So I'll give okay. them credit for that. Once again, je suis d'accord avec toi. See what I did there? Thank you very much. Nice All French. right, okay, thank you. But listen, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't easy. But after losing five in a row, they weren't going to come out and, and blow out the Ottawa Senators. A win is a win is a win. You're not getting carried away because it was Ottawa. I'm not getting carried away because it was Ottawa. We're going to wait to see what they do with versus Winnipeg when they host them on Thursday and host them on Saturday. And then after that, boom, they're on the road for like six games on the road or whatever it is. Yeah. But let's talk about this now. The firing of goalie coach Stefan Waite. Boom. And I'll say this. I'll say this. Stefan Waite's been there since 2013. He's been there for eight years. In those eight years, we've seen the best and the worst of Carey Price. Four very good seasons, one 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 excellent season, amazing, unbelievable. Three very good seasons and four not so very good seasons or three and a half not so very good seasons. So uh, it's been like this, up and down. I have no problem that he was relieved of his duties. I have no problem that they're going to Sean Burke to take over. I have no problem with none of that. Yeah. But I will say this, though, and this is the reality. If Carey Price's stats were Jake Allen's stats, top 10 in goals against average and save percentage, and Jake Allen's stats were Carey Price's stats anywhere between 50th and 60th in goals against average and save percentage, Stefan Waite doesn't get fired. 
I agree. Claude Julien still has a job too. If the power That's plays, right. if the part, if the power plays marginally better, if Carey Price stops some pucks, if the penalty kill is marginally better, all of these guys still have jobs today. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And this is not to say that I'm casting Carey Price as the villain here. You know, like yeah, he, he he's thirty. He's going to be thirty four in August. You know, he's um, he's not as good as he as he used to be. Um, Canadian fans are hoping that he can find, you know at least be better than average at this point because the team in front of him is pretty darn good. Yeah. But I, I will say this, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Everyone in town is talking about Stefan Wade, yeah. how he was fired, why he was fired, the timing of his firing. Um, I'm reading opinion online about this is reminiscent of Pierre Gauthier. Mark Bergevin is a, a Pierre Gauthier version 2.0. Yeah, here's, that's not here's, true. Here's my point of view on this. Okay. I think... Mark Bergevin is a bloody genius. I think what he did when he chose to fire goaltender Stefan Waite, I think what he's done is he's put all of this on him now. It's somewhat on Carey Price, but it's mostly on Mark Bergevin. Everyone's wondering why he did this. Like I said, the accusations of Pierre Gauthier. He fired him in the second period while the team was playing. He didn't fire him before the, the game. He didn't fire him right after the game, even though the press release came from the Canadians at 1037 on, on Tuesday night. Yeah. I think what he's done here, he's kind of protected his players. He hasn't made this about the players. I think this is more of an administrative move. And I think the timing was on purpose. I think this was strategic, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think this was okay. a brilliant move, Tony. All right. So uh, I don't have a problem with the firing. So on that, I have no problem with it. Is this Pierre Gauthier and Mike Camilleri all over again? No. Absolutely not. No. Mike Camilleri was traded after the first period. The Canadians had to take a player out of their lineup and play with a player less who could have helped them win that game, directly impacted the game. Yes. The weight firing after the second period could not directly impact the game. There again, I agree with Mark Bergevin. Here's where I don't agree. I wouldn't have fired him after the second period. You want to relieve him of his duties? Now, the fact he didn't relieve him of his duties last week when he relieved Claude Julien and Kirk Muller of their duties means that in the last week, something happened. So in the last week, the something that happened was Carey Price's play was not getting better. He was still giving up bad goals. Yeah. Um, he would, he would consult with Sean Burke. Sean Burke would tell him that he's all wrong. He'd ask him what he thinks is going on. He'd probably tell him he decided to make a move. Sean, I know the general manager gave the reason why he didn't want to do it this morning. And he did it after the second period. I just think the message it sends across the national hockey league. This is something that doesn't happen very often in sport where a coach is relieved of their duties after the second period in hockey. And so if they don't do it, it's because it's not common practice. I wouldn't have done it. I would have done it this morning. Well, again, and by I, the way, hold on a second. I, yeah. When Julien and Muller were relieved of their duties, was it not done in the morning following a game? Yes. So why can it happen again? It, the, the, again, the, the whole timing of the situation, I think, is strategic on Mark Bergevin's part to protect his players, to make it more about his decision at that time, as opposed to timing it after a game or even before a game where it could look even more suspicious than I think it currently does. And look, I can't speak to uh, how every other team does its business. Um, you know, I think if a goaltender coach gets fired in a Canadian market, we're going to hear about it. If it yeah. happens in, in non-Canadian markets, I'm not so sure it makes noise. It doesn't make the waves it made in Montreal 
you know, for the last, you know, 12 to 20, what's going to be 24 hours here. I mean, it is, it is very Montreal that we're making this massive deal over yeah. goaltender coach, but it is what it is. It's fun. I enjoy it very much. And at the end of the day, I think that Mark Bergevin found the timing. He sought the opportunity. I definitely think, you know, this is on Carey Price's play as we've already made it clear. And I think the trend in the NHL with these div- uh, director of goaltending departments now where it's going to be by committee where Sean Burke's maybe going to have a staff like Edmonton's doing it. Uh, the Florida Panthers are doing it with Re- the, 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 the development of excellence in, in Florida with Roberto Luongo. Um, I think Mark Bergevin is on trend and I think he's seeing what other teams are doing. All right. So here's the deal though. Now look, it's enough though. Roly Melanson was as a goalie coach. He was there. It didn't work out. He was relieved of his duties. Pierre grew was brought in as a goalie coach. Didn't work out. He was relieved of his duties. Stefan Waite was brought in as a goalie coach. Two years later, Carey price was the best goalie in hockey and won four individual awards. Six years after that, we're going to blame Stefan Waite because Carey price has had, three good seasons and three bad seasons in those six seasons or in those last five seasons, whatever it is. Yeah. His play is too inconsistent. He goes through this every year. It's like this every year. There's about four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, a month, a month and a half, sometimes even two months where he just looks like he's a very average goaltender. And this year he looks below average. He has to wake up. Wake. It's about time. He has to, I mean, well, that's what they Who fire the coach, fire next? So they fire the coach. They fire the goaltender coach. Like we see, I see it in golf all the time. You know, whether it's a relationship that dissolves over time. Tiger Woods has gone through how many golf coaches in his yeah, life, from Hank Haney to Butch Harmon to Sean I, I hear Woolley. you, but it looks like the goalie coach has been doing okay for Jake Allen. Yeah, no, once no. again, I'm okay with the goalie coach getting fired. Really, I am. I understand. No, no one's at like, one we, point. It's got to be Price. I mean, we made it quite clear. I don't know why we're yeah. repeating ourselves. Claude Julien would have a job and Stefan Waite would have a job if Carey Price made saves. Why don't so, we do this? What do you Tony, think of Tony, Tony, the team has to figure out how to save it's Connor McDavid. He is Connor McDavid to the Canadians. They need to figure it out. So you fire the guy, you bring in a new voice with fresh tactics and a fresh message. That's it. That and easy. Mark Bergevin has to live and die with Carey Price because at this point, that contract is not tradable. That's in right. 30 seconds, if you can, what do you make of him asked about, you know, the media have asked him questions over the past. He's given short answers, mm. and the perception is that he doesn't care, and he says, I don't care about that anymore, or that doesn't matter to me anymore. What do you right. make of that answer? I love it. I love the answer. I think it's a fresh attitude. I think it's a very healthy attitude. I think if you honestly believe that Carey Price doesn't give a bleep about winning hockey games, I think you're out to lunch, and I think you need to stop watching the NHL because it's just not made for you. You don't understand it. Everyone... Carey, Tony, Tony, it's healthy for Carey Price to not let outside voices bother him. A hundred percent. But it just the message didn't come across that way. And everyone knows that Carey Price bears. It did to me. But, well, it didn't to a lot of people. And it's no. also, it's been misinterpreted. That's it's on been mis, It's been misquoted. And, I'm just, look, I'm not so sure the organization, at the end of the day, will be happy with the, the, the answer that he gave. Anyway, listen, go to sportsbuffshop.com for all your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code SICKHOODIES15 for 50% off on all hoodies. I wanted to get that in there. He's Sean Starr. I'm Marinaro. It's the Sick Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Sick Podcast. Till we do it again. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 
The Sick Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPICKS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet. Win. Get paid.